You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Weekends were made for sports. Now do the robot voice. I want to hear it again. Meet more sharp robot. That's a terrible boys. A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. Everyone, meet freelance alien bounty hunter, Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp? The football guy? Yeah, I hunt aliens now. Used to catch TDs, now I catch ETs. You ever caught an alien, Shannon? Not yet, Mr. Question, but I'll let you know when I do. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. Where are the turtles? Where are the turtles? Come on, guys, get out of here. Where are the turtles? And Rashad Taylor. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. On 1080 The Fan. Oh, it's my turn. That's right. 1006. Back on the fan. So we're doing some old, some dirt and sprag type stuff today to where Joe's going to go, then I'm going to go. And so I think this is my time to... To, to do to do it to it, yeah. Yeah, and I guess I kind of uh, made you choose the topic for this. It was all hour. good because you know, listen, there's a couple hot buttons on this show. I figured it out. There's a few. <laughs> no, seriously, there's a few things that if we say if we say some stuff, then it's absolutely going to get a response. Trigger word. Watch this. LeBron James is the best basketball player the NBA has ever seen. <laughs> That's just what I believe. So if someone just tuned in right now, <laughs> oh, watch. Oh, it's coming. It's 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 absolutely coming. Two five zero ten eighty. The Man, next line. I I honestly feel like LeBron's the best the best <laughs> ever. We'll talk about Space Jam later, but uh, you know, for now we're going to continue to talk about Damian Lillard, who's also a huge hot button on this station. You know, no matter what show you're on, if you bring up the Blazers or Damian Lillard, we're absolutely going to have a great conversation. Or how about it. this statement? I think Neil O'Shea has done a fine job as the Blazers GM. What are you talking about? You're an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, but and really, I think most people would disagree with that because <laughs> Neil O'Shea has done a crap job. If I could curse on the show, I would. I'm not gonna because I don't want any mean emails from anybody in the back. But uh, we continue to kind of hold him in this high regard as Blazer fans because he's done two really, really good things since he's been here. He drafted Damian Lillard, changed our franchise, especially at a time coming right after Brandon Roy. So right after you lose B-Roy, and I think, wait, we drafted Lillard 2011. We lost Brandon Roy in 2011. So, yeah, that's right, yeah. 2011 I th- draft? I think you're right on track Yeah, so the, the, Brandon Roy's last game was against Dallas in the 2011 playoffs. We lose him. He retires and then unretires and goes plays a couple games with Minnesota. And from there, we're thinking, like, how do we rebound from, at that point, the probably the best-skilled Blazer that we've had? And Brandon Roy. And then you draft Damian Lillard. And you have that team with LaMarcus and everything. And like, okay, here we go, Blazers. 
We're on the uptick again. We're about to go that way, and then things fall apart. But Damian Lillard keeps you afloat. Despite the, you know, the, the undersized backcourt, despite the, you know, rotating big men that you had, uh, despite never having, like, any real defensive presence at all, Dame continues to get this team to the playoffs, continues to say the right things about Portland. It's a city that people don't want to complain. I'm going to stay in Portland. This is my home. I'm not going to run from the grind. All those things we mentioned before. And yet and still, this man is still being disrespected by, by his team or by his, by his general manager. You know, these, these trade rumors that are coming out, they come from somewhere. I don't think these are all just, oh, Dame is just kind of, he's in his feelings or somebody's making stuff up and they're trying to sabotage the Blazers. I think there's, there's something to that. Even Kobe at a point said, trade me. When things weren't going well in L.A. and they got rid of Shaq and they bought in Smush Parker, and they bought in, uh, uh, what was, I forget I forget some of those guys' names, you know, Slodva Medvedenko. They bought in some of those guys from the Lakers. Kobe said, yeah, man, trade me. Don't want to be here anymore. See, and it's funny you bring up the whole Kobe trade saga because this is, I literally did think of that the other day. I was like, man, there was a time when everybody thought Kobe might end up being like a clipper or it might leave in L.A. I was like, so fingers crossed, this is kind of one of those situations where things can. I'll do one more for you. Do you remember the time, and you're probably a little younger for this, do you remember uh, Tim Duncan almost going to Orlando? I do not. Tim Duncan signed with the Orlando Magic and was on his way to play with Tracy McGrady and play with Grant Hill. And then at the 25th hour, the, the Spurs were like, no, we're, we got to keep you here. We're gonna, what, what do we need? What do we need to do? And what do you know? They end up keeping Tim Duncan. But there was a time even the great Tim Duncan was like, get me out of here. I don't want whatever this is going on here. I don't want to be here for the this. What could have been? Yeah, exactly. And that's that's all we think about now. If you're Tracy McGrady, if you're Grant Hill, you don't have those championships now. You're looking like, damn man, we almost had Tim Duncan. That almost worked out for us. That's where we are right now with with Damian Lillard. And anytime a player, for the most part, with the exception of Kobe, anytime a player has been in any trade rumors, what ends up happening after that? They're always traded. That's just the way it goes. And so, unfortunately, man, I, I'm, you know, I want to see Dame get a championship. I want to see him do it here. But the simple truth is, man, he's been as loyal as you can ask a player to be in any sport. We, as, as fans of Dame, man, need to support him because we can't act, act like we don't understand right now. We all understand what's happening right now. And, you know, this is where you want somebody like Trader Bob, you know, back in the, back in the driver's seat and making those decisions because he was all in. Yeah, and that's, let's go for it. And that's what I feel a lot of people get frustrated with O'Shea is that he makes these excuses. And it's like, bro, we had a GM that did not make excuses, and he went for it. He always felt like we were the one piece away, and he would go after a Scottie Pippen. He would go after Steve Smith, and he would land these guys. And, and exactly, if you're going to make the whole th- – he even said during this offseason press conference that, hey, you know – uh, small markets, they're, they're not going to win out. You know, they're on players, markets aren't going to, they're not going to win these top free agents. Well, then you need to make it happen. You need to get creative and you need to stop relying on these small moves like signing a Derek Jones Jr., uh, you know, re, the 2016 summer where you're bringing in guys like Evan Turner, who I will say he was pretty clutch in the one of the playoff series when during that Western Conference Finals run, re-signing Myers Leonard to more money than he ever deserved. And then someone on the text line even brought it up. Since CJ, 2013 draft, he hasn't drafted an NBA starter. No. No. Think about it. Zach Collins, Nasir Little, 
uh, Caleb Swanigan. Uh, who who are we missing? I have a bunch of guys in in between there that, uh, yeah, just a bunch of you know NBA no ones, and and especially when you have the eleven. I think Simons could be a starter somewhere. Simons continues to get better. I guess Simons is the 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 wild card you're looking at because he could be great. He could really end up being a, a, a bum. I don't think he's going to be a bum. I think Simons has a lot of really good skills, and he continues to get longer with those long arms, and he's got bounce, and he can shoot a three, and he can play defense. I think Simons could be something. But outside of that, like, you've got one all-star, just one. And then some, we just had a texture here. There's a, um, remember John Nash was GM and still chose Nolan Smith instead of Jimmy Butler? That's, again, that goes back to just people in positions for the Blazers. This is a historical thing. This is a historical thing. If you're in these positions, you just take the worst player. Could have Jordan. We'll take Bowie. Could have Durant. We'll take Oden. Could have Jimmy Butler. We'll, we'll take Nolan Smith. Could oh, we have, could have Chris Paul. Let's get Martel Webster instead. Could have Bam Adebayo. Could have Donovan Mitchell. You know, uh, we're going to take Zach Collins. Zach Collins seems like he's got more upside. The guy who couldn't start on his, on his college team, but... He's going to be a, a lottery pick in the, in the NBA. This is just Blazers logic. And I think like most of us, man, we're just kind of tired of it. And it sucks to see your rivals win. And it sucks to see these upstart teams win. Like, uh, man, Memphis is looking good. We know Memphis is a, a couple years away, maybe another piece away from being a, an unstoppable team. They're right there. If the Pelicans could figure out their head coaching situation for long enough, who knows? But now they're about to lose their guy because there's no stability up top right now the blazers lack stability and you know it, it it sucks to see it sucks to see your franchise struggle like this and then it sucks to see a guy like damian lillard who's probably your franchise's all-time best player uh potentially loses clyde drexler all over again losing drexler to go to a championship team this is rasheed wallace all over again losing sheed to go to a championship team and winning this is just what it is and it's unfortunate that it may happen. It's unfortunate that it's Dane that we're seeing it happen to. But he's been loyal for so long that we're, man, don't be Kevin Garnett and be in a situation for too long to where by the time you get out of it, you're past your prime and you only have a couple years left. And I'm I'm a pretty cynical when it comes to sports, but I'm just going to be as ignorant and rose-eyed, like rose-colored glasses as long as possible uh, with Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers and just going to – like I say, hope this is another Kobe situation where things hit a rough patch and that he rumors are coming out that he wants to be traded, but somehow, some way, they figure out a way to keep him around and build a team around him to where he's not going to want to go anywhere. Yeah, Neil O'Shea unfortunately is not very good at this job, and it took uh, it took us it took too long yeah, to figure took, that out. It took all, it look took nine years. This Dame's what tenth year going eleven. It took ten years for us to really figure it out that yeah he's. He's not the man for this job. Unfortunately, I don't know if Jody Allen knows enough about the team and about the sport to make that call and say, yeah, you're not the guy for the job. But somebody in that organization uh, needs to say, we need to get him out of here. She knows enough about penguin bones. I guess. <laughs> That's she for knows sure. too much about penguin bones. Yeah. <laughs> Just put it out for there. real. <laughs> okay, coming up next, man, uh, let's get into some NFL. Let's do it. Man, what are you looking forward to for the season? What do you think is going to be stupid? As the new season goes to 17 games, we're going to talk about that next right here on Sports Sunday on the Fan.
weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Oh, one, two, oh, one, two. I would like to introduce myself. Yeah, Biz Marquis. Shout out to Biz, man. He's one of the one of the greatest ever. So, if you haven't heard any of Biz Marquis outside of Just a Friend, which is a great song, I suggest you go ahead and pay close attention. Okay. NFL starts in, let's see, schedule. 53 days. I looked it up. 53 days. So uh, about a month, a little over a month and a half, uh, we will be back to football. I'm super, super excited. Um, I know Joe is super, super excited. Like, we're football guys. Like, overall, like, I mean, we love basketball and everything like that, but there's there's something about football, man, that's just – I'm not going to say it's more fun because I don't think that's the case, but – you know, it's there's a just more to country. talk about. There's yeah, there's just more moving pieces to talk about in football, and I think that's what makes it so intriguing. So, the season starts officially Thursday, September 9th, with Joe's Dallas Cowboys visiting the world champion Tampa Bay oh, Buccaneers. I mean, what? This they are right. I mean, uh, L for you. Yeah, I mean oh. that's just the way that I look at it. Just hearing that right away. I mean, I feel like Cowboys always in these hyped up season beginning games you know they always just go out there and lay a dud well the good thing about the first game of the season is nobody has any tape on anyone else at this point they have what you have from the preseason well this is literally the same team for the bucks as last year so they're the exact same team for the bucks definitely be taped for the cowboys to go off of but you know the bucks are coming off a super bowl you know especially after being uh really a laughing stock of the nfl for the past 20 years since the last time they won a super bowl now they're coming off a win you know, sometimes they say there's a bit of a Super Bowl hangover, championship hangover for a lot of teams. And there's a chance the Bucs come, could come out, you know, flat and everything, but probably not <laughs> at the end of the day. And uh, I pro- I expect that to be a win as well. But I wanted to ask you, like, what are you most looking forward to for the season? Now, your team aside, your team, you know, watching the Cowboys, me watching the Patriots aside, and there couldn't, man, we couldn't have two more homer teams than the Patriots or the the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm just kind of noticing that. Pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, it's not on purpose, guys. I promise it. It wasn't. It was kind of an accident, but it is what it is. Um, what are you looking forward to the most about the season? For for me, um, I'm I'm really curious to see uh, this this situation with the Rams. Uh, I want to see how much different Matt Stafford makes that makes that offense. You know, was it all a golf problem, or did yeah. they just, or you know, is Matt Stafford the Stafford Stafford Stafford, the winner that we think he is, and was just kind of stuck in a in a crappy situation in Detroit. I think for me, that's the one that I'm as I look around to see, like the Patriots. I don't expect much from from them this year, if I'm being honest. Like they spend a lot of money in the off season, but Cam is still your quarterback. You still don't really have a lot of receivers. But shout out to the homie Kendrick Bourne from Portland that now plays for my New England Patriots. But for the most part, man, I'm just looking forward to seeing some of these new faces and, and, and some new places. Yeah. I mean, honestly, writing down the – I was writing down kind of my list of things I'm looking forward to this season. And the second thing I wrote down was Rams and Matt Stafford. I mean, well, how much different will this team look? How much is Matt Stafford really going to change his perception of how good he really is and how bad the Lions really were? So I'm right there with you. That's going to be one of the more intriguing storylines of this upcoming season. But not just him as a quarterback – 
there's a lot of quarterback storylines yeah. around the entire league. Absolutely. It's going up and down all 32 teams. I mean, shoot, it's like, obviously, with the Cowboys, what's that going to look like coming back? What is Justin Herbert going to be like in year two? All these rookie quarterbacks that you had drafted, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, will Mac Jones be able to compete with Cam Newton for that starting gig? Carson Wentz in Indy. Um, you got Justin Fields in Chicago. How long is it going to take for him to claim that number one spot? Does he start the season? Does it take a few games? Sam Darnold in, in uh, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there are so many, like literally every single team, you could look at the quarterback and be like, there's a storyline. Kirk Cousins in the Vikings. How much longer does he have I'm there? So, how is Kirk Cousins still the <laughs> Vikings quarterback? That's what I'm trying to figure what out. What the hell are the Saints going to do? I'm, I, you know, honestly, one of the other th- storylines I'm really looking at is uh, – the Tennessee Titans, how much better did Ryan Tannehill just get with the addition of Julio Jones? Julio Jones? Yeah, exactly. And is Julio the number one or is it A.J. Brown? I'm pretty sure it's Julio. I mean, it's it's Julio. As yeah. long as he's healthy. That's that's my biggest concern is we all know how great of a receiver he is. But I feel like every year he's dealing with some sort of not devastating injury, but just a nagging injury where it keeps him out or keeps him less than 100% for the whole season. Yeah, I think a lot of that is because they, they're so dependent on Julio. It's the same thing with, you know, you look at Odell Beckham Jr. You know, the, the Giants were really dependent on him to do a lot. And because of that, he was always hurt, you know. And I think that was kind of the thing for Julio. He was the security blanket. The way tight ends are the security blankets for quarterbacks, that's kind of what Julio was for uh, Matt, Matty Ice. Yeah, that's okay. He, he's you're, so, you're right. You're he's good. so forgettable. I can't even remember Matt Ryan. I guess you know? that's maybe the one uh, quarterback storyline that we're like. Eh, yeah, I okay. mean Matt Ryan is Matt just, Ryan's still in Atlanta. It's not like he's bad, Man. but I just feel like if he were in a different situation, like if you think Matt Ryan would succeed if he was your quarterback. I mean Matt Ryan is who he is at this point. Good quarterback. Uh, he's I mean, the most valuable player. He's a very he's a very skilled quarterback. And you can see that the Atlanta Falcons can do good on offense, but it just seems like it's never enough in their defense, basically since Dan Quinn left, has been just kind of meh, as Mike Lynch would say. Yeah. That's a very good Mike Lynch impression. Meh. <laughs> uh, again, man, you just look at every team in the league. Tua, year two. Is he going to be able to improve? Um what the hell is going to happen to the Raiders with Derek Carr if he's going to make it another year? Pittsburgh, what's that situation kind of look like as as Roethlisberger is clearly older and on the decline but still played you know pretty well for a point last year? I think you brought it up before the show. Um, Deshaun Watson, is he ever going to play again? Is he going to be traded? I is forgot he, about I mean, that guy. Like he, I don't know what happened, what, what came in the news cycle, I, but we completely – haven't we haven't talked about Deshaun Watson for like it's the 24 hour news cycle man it just seems like no nothing has developed of that so no developments you don't talk about it I mean and it's just no no news news, yeah exactly I mean the Aaron Rodgers thing it seems like nobody besides Colin Coward has been talking about that's another thing about Aaron Rodgers is he going to report to camp is he going to report like you know all signs kind of point to no but if you've heard the show before you know I'm on the side of Aaron Rodgers in this one, like it's almost kind of like a Dame situation. Like you've asked for everything and they've complete, they've continued to say, no, we're not interested in whatever you're asking for. You continue to stay loyal and cheese country in Wisconsin, where Aaron Rodgers should be the quarterback of somewhere in, in some warm weather. You know, I'm sure that's what he wants being a Southern California guy. Stayed there loyal to a fault. 
asking for certain things, never got them. And now he's in a, now they're in a situation where they don't know if they're going to keep their star. Very similar to, to the Portland Trailblazers situation. I will say, besides all these quarterback storylines, the one thing, if we're going to you know focus on ourselves for a second, as far as being the Cowboys, obviously it's going to be looking at Dak. and I, I, I'm not worried about Dak. The one thing I want to see from the Dallas Cowboys, and a player in particular, Ezekiel Elliott. He has to rebound, not just like, oh, good little season. No, he has to go out and have an insanely good season this year. He needs to show that he was worth the money that they gave him, worth that high draft pick, stop the fumbles, and just be at one of the best backs in the league from week one to week 18. That totally depends on your offensive line. Because and it anytime, does. Anytime yeah. that uh, there's been – I forget, who was your running back before – Zeke and okay. he had like 1300 yards. Marion Barber. I, I was, mean, it was, it was someone, and then he went somewhere. Now, forgive me, I can't remember. Oh, who you, it was. Uh, DeMarco Murray. Thank you so much. DeMarco and he Murray went to the Eagles and, and was trash. Chip Kelly offense, and yeah. that was just not yeah. good for so, him at all. DeMarco Murray, behind, behind a great offensive line, you know, was one of the best running backs in the league very true. for a year. Ezekiel Elliott, behind that phenomenal line for two years, was completely unstoppable. And, and to be fair, the not only was a DAC, the DAC injury a big catalyst for the bad play last year the line did not hold up at the line at all. a lot of injuries to, to of the injuries. defense and stuff so i think and when it's stuff like that like it's hard for me to say a team is trash i would never say the cowboys were trash i think it's been a it was well, a compounding of a lot there of was a lot of different things that went wrong yeah. uh, that, that that made it go wrong for them but uh, i think they can come back you look at this roster man dak ezekiel elliott marty cooper michael gallup cd lamb like you're 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 a great team. That's what you I'm saying. I mean? The like, offense is looking like if they everybody stays healthy, if, it stays if, on course. If that's you're playing be... Madden, that's the team that you want to pick. <laughs> you know, real. right there, like they're legit. But I think it's just a matter of everybody staying healthy. Especially the one part, the biggest component to the season we haven't talked about, and we'll talk about it next is what does this season look like with 17 games now? How do we even equate that? I don't know. I guess we can talk about it. Good and, news is the Cowboys can't finish eight and eight. Bad news is they can finish eight, eight and one. <laughs> yeah, that's that one is going to be a weird one. So we'll talk about that one when we come back next. But first, Joe has sports. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 10:36, and what would normally be hater to love it. It's just me and me and Joe today, so we're gonna wait for hater to love it. But it will be back next week uh, when lunch is back. I think back for a week, and then yeah, I'm gonna be gone. <laughs> and then Joe's gone. So Rashad just shouldering the load. That's just what I. Do. I'm Giannis over here. That's just what I do. I'm gonna get us. I'm gonna get us the championship. Put the weight belt on one way or the other, man. I'm gonna make sure that we get that we get there. It's going to be a little harder to get to a championship in the NFL, though, now. Uh, just uh, real quickly, Colin Morikawa just won the Open Championship. Really? He's 24 years old, and it's his second major victory in golf. Next Tiger? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> That's going to be the cover of, of Sports Asian. Illustrated. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to the Asian-American community right now, man. We stand with you. We're behind you, bro. Like, this is – stuff has been crazy. And, man, right now <laughs> – they're, they're, it's man, baseball looks like golf now, man. Takeover is real. Hey, I love it. 
uh, Colin Marikawa winning the Open. You got Hideki Matsuyama winning the Masters Championship. So that's I, I love it. Big so. year for the Japanese community in, uh, in golf. Absolutely, man, and and sports in general. So let's keep that momentum going. Uh, but man, just twenty four years old and already won two major. Like that's just like what I were you I'm doing at twenty four? Uh, that's a long story. I'll tell you when we're not <laughs> on air. But uh, yeah, I, I for sure wasn't winning any PGA championships. Um, I for sure wasn't. I was just trying to lock down a degree, finish that up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I think I was trying to. Well, we'll talk about it off the air. <laughs> I was living in Vegas, living a much different life <laughs> than your boy is now. But uh, yeah, man. So so hopefully they continue to do. Uh, some amazing things. If you haven't seen Otani yet in Major League Baseball, uh, he's amazing, and it's one of those things, man. Like yeah, I'm not, a, I'm a, I'm a casual baseball fan. I'll be the first person to admit it, but he's fun, man. Pitches, hits, steals bases. Like I mean, hits home runs. Like really, the only only player I remember doing this as well is my character on MLB The Show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's pitches, he hits, he does it all the but he does outside it all. of that outside of that, man, it's it's just you know, it's just one of those you things. Fill but, up the Gatorade cooler and I, paint your back porch. I love it. I love it, man. He's dope. Um NFL decided and a money uh, a money grab, you know, which we shouldn't be surprised by. They will be going to seventeen games, an odd number of games, which is weird. Hundred and sixty two games, baseball, even number. <laughs> 82 that's games your, in that's, basketball. That's your biggest gripe. 82 games in basketball. I don't want an odd number. Even number. Uh, 72 games, not so much in even number, but yeah, it's still an even number. You know, but uh, now we're having 17. So there's going to be a random game in between there that we're going to have to just deal with from this point forward. At least for a couple of years. You know, they're going to be get, the, the, the they're, one, they're shoe horning the 17 to get to 18. The one thing we know about ESP, or excuse me, about the NFL is they don't lose money. And this is now a part like look at the NBA. They added the play-in game. A lot of players are like this play-in game is stupid. I don't want to play in this play-in game, but it means more money. It's and more they revenue. just locked that down as well the other day. I'm yeah, pretty sure they yeah. agreed. They're like, yeah, we're keeping it's this. more money. And so it's the same thing for the NFL. They see an opportunity to make more money. And now that people are going to be able to return to every NFL stadium, you know, throughout the country, uh, I'm not sure how much money is made during one home game. Well, I mean, but did, I assume it's a lot. Did you see that the Packers, they, uh, this, this last season, it was the first year in like 20, 30 or something like that, that they operated at a net loss. They really, they, because of all their local money, they, they did not get that game day revenue like they had in years past. And we know what the power of sports is. You, you at, look at a city like Cleveland. When LeBron left, like the economy collapsed in Cleveland. <laughs> Seriously, that was a thing. Like, no, it just they, it just kills me every time I hear that. They, like, they ran out of, they didn't have jobs and parking people. Like, seriously, all the all those insular people that you don't change. really think about, yeah, were were out there kind of ass out because LeBron left the city. They didn't have that problem in Miami. LeBron left Miami. Was like, oh, there was basketball here. That's kind of that's kind of how it went there. And so we know the NFL is going to hang on to this because it's another way for them. Uh, to make some money. Uh, I think a lot of the players are kind of seem like they're against it. You know, again, you're talking about uh, possibly making your roster bigger, which they should in the first place. I don't see why NFL roster is only 58 guys. It should be at least 65. Yeah, I mean, Con with an extended season. Yeah. Absolutely. Considering the, the number of injuries that you have every single year, uh, considering the amount of games that you have to play now, you throw in an extra game for it to 
you know, and mind you, most of these, some of these teams, if you're in the playoffs, that 17th game probably isn't going to really hurt you like that. You're going to be the first, second, or, you know, you're going to first, second, or really, it's not even second seed anymore, just the first seed. If you're going to be that first seed, then you're not as concerned about it anymore. I forget the second seed is now a wild card team, right? Uh, will they play in wild card weekend? I yeah. want to say now, so yeah, because they, they added the extra playoff team, and yeah. So yeah, they're wild. So card. just so the really, one seed gets the the buy, so which I'm not uh, all that against, honestly. I mean, you win the you win the conference, you get a first round buy. I mean, yeah, yeah but I mean, I, I think the one and two seed I, that always made sense for them to be kind of the one that was rewarded with having the best record for said conference. I always thought that was a good idea, a good idea, but now just one team is going to have a bye. That's kind of. Yeah, but again, it's just weird. kind of, you know, Victor goes to spoils. You, you're the best team. You get rewarded for it. You know, just the yeah. one team. So. I suppose. I'm not too. Yeah. So I'm they're, not... they're going to be two teams that aren't going to really care much about the 17th game of the season, because typically by game 16, that's when you're resting all of your starters. You're letting some backups get in there. Especially if you know you've already made the playoffs. Yeah, Even I'm, if you're going to be a wild card team, more than likely you're not going to put your top guys out there. So that you know that can still happen. I just think I don't know. I, I'm, I'll be ready for the playoffs by the time we get to week 14. Do you really need to see any more? Yes, you do. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when, when we get, to I mean, week- just being a football fan, it's like you know that there, there. I think there is definitely a certain line where it's like, okay, do we really need? I mean, like after 18 games, like they better not add any more games forever. For what? Like, yeah, like nine. Do you really need 19, 20, 21 games? Like, no. I mean, this might. They've been doing this for years now. I mean, the Dolphins, when they went undefeated, that was like what a 13 game season mm-hmm. back in the 70s. So I mean, they've been keep adding games throughout the years. So, but yeah, I think there will be a, coming a point, and especially when you look at other leagues, MLB, 162 games. They don't need to add any more. They probably need less. NBA, they've been talking about reducing the amount of games they play from 82, which I think they just need to kind of suck it up. That's how it's been. I for think 72 years. is fine. Uh, honestly, 72 probably is fine, but I think that they are going to want to go back to 82 because, again, money. It's money, yeah. That's And that, mind you, that's the only reason that any of this stuff is even on the table. It's money. Like, if they can make more money across the board, then, you know, teams are obviously going to do that. The league is obviously going to do that. So don't talk to me about player safety. Don't talk to me about making sure, you know, you you, you keep an eye on concussions and all those things because clearly those things aren't true. You're doing this for money. <laughs> yeah, and right. I would I would respect the NFL and the NBA and we Major care League Baseball. about player safety. Yeah, but I would respect everybody a lot games. more if they just came out and told the truth. We're trying to make some money. 2020 was tough. Say less, as the kids say. Yeah, it, it makes total sense to me if you, that's what you're trying to do. But don't make it seem like, oh, we're doing it for the fans and we're trying to get. I think the fans were perfectly fine with a 16 game season. Yeah, right. I mean, 16 weeks of football. You're talking four months straight of football. I think we'll be good. And I think that, yeah, I mean, I'll always take more football. I'll, you know, give it to we me. All will. I mean, granted, good football. So don't give me this XFL, yeah. this AFL. When we're talking or NFL football. Or... We're always going to take more, man. Oh, Thursday night football games are the worst. They're so uncompetitive. You they're, watch. They're the they're the some one of the highest rated shows on all of television. You watch. You know, every every single week, regardless of who's playing. Yep. So people care, and we always want more football. It's just that you, I don't want more football at the expense of some great players that we could, you know, possibly be risking to some injuries and some other stuff. I hear you, though. If they do increase the amount of games, you got to increase the amount of players on that roster. 100%. Uh, all right. Well, good talk, man. Space Jam? Space Jam. Coming up next.
Good movie? Bad movie? In yeah, between? I guess you're our movie critic for the day since you're the one that's uh, seen it. Well, let me put on my uh, Gene Siskel. <laughs> Roger, Roger Ebert. Ebert. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. I want to put on one of those hats, and uh, we'll become movie buffs. Rotten Tomatoes, and we come back next year on The Fan. I used to think that I could not go on. And life was nothing but an awful song. But now I know the Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. <laughs> I was about to cut that off before. No. Oh, man. Kells. What a great artist that just ruined it all. Like, there's so much great music I can't listen to. And I mean, I'm, I'm I know, man, there's no the artist, man. I, man. Okay. Have you, heard, have you uh, ever heard of uh, Real Talk from R. Kelly? No. I'll, sh- I'll show you that song after the He has a song called I Admit It. And oh, God. It's, oh, my gosh. It's as, it's as bad as you can imagine <laughs> it being, you know, basically how he admits to liking young girls. I'm like, bro, you are incriminating yourself. Say less. Say so, less. Yeah, it's like, okay, Kels, like, cool, man. Not cool, but Jeez. whatever. Um, so problematic song aside. <laughs> um, the reason I played this is yeah, because yeah, well, you know that Space Jam, the original Space Jam. Um, what I was like in seventh grade when Space Jam came out, ninety six. Yeah, so I seventh grade, four. going in eighth grade, and I can tell you that the movie itself is classic for one reason: is Michael Jordan. You know, but outside of that. And Bugs Bunny. I mean, it's like but, the first crossover movie of our generation. No, I mean, well, you know, you didn't see Gremlins? I've seen, seen Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins too. Yeah, uh, all Grem- the pop culture references in that one. Hulk I mean, Hogan to take in one, like, like property in the NBA basketball and then take, like, Looney Tunes and you bring those two together. I get it. I mean, it, it's like two totally, no, you know, kind of. It makes sense. You know, Muppets did it all the time, though. There's people on the <laughs> Muppet show all the time. But uh, <laughs> Space Jam, the first Space Jam was uh, – classic movie for the simple fact that uh on a on a cultural standpoint from a cultural standpoint it gave us the jordan 11 space jam editions which are amazing shoes arguably jordan's best shoe i still think it's the 11 concord but whatever um it gave us those space jam jerseys that space jam logo or that the toon squad logo is iconic actually if my profile picture that I end up taking here in the uh, in the fan studio, I'm actually wearing uh, my Toon Squad sweatshirt. I think that's an iconic logo. Uh, and then the song that, again, uh, is from problematic-ass R. Kelly, which is I Believe I Can Fly. Those are the three things that really stand out about the movie Space Jam. Otherwise, it wasn't a great acted movie. The <laughs> NBA stars outside of... Hey, uh, Bill Murray's in it, okay? Okay, well, Bill, Bill Murray is Bill Murray. So Bill Murray is going to be great in most things. That he kind of, you know, tries to participate. Wayne in. Knight is in it, all right? <laughs> okay. Wayne Knight. See, now we might be. Now, <laughs> Home Frame Roger Rabbit. Thank you. That's another crossover movie. That's well before Space Jam, and that's a classic. That movie I will actually watch again and kind of pervy if you watch it now. Oh, um, yeah. But, I mean, well, I mean, since we're on the subject of Space Jam, Lola Rabbit, they had to make some changes, I hear, to uh, her well, appearance. Yeah, and-, I'm, and I'm glad that, you know, because I think we think of these, number one, for female hoopers. 
we try to sexualize them a lot of times. And, oh, they're not cute, so I'm not watching. These girls look like, man, <laughs> Lola looked like a hooper. You know, they made her not so, you know, curvy and so whatever. And people, people really had a problem with the cartoon not being curvy no more. <laughs> weirdos come on man like ask mike lynch about that yeah that's weird man like you're mad about the cartoon not having cur- okay cool um but it's overall, a rabbit that, for god's sake yeah get out of here so i'm watching i'm watching with my son this past friday uh, my son's 10 or he'll be 10 uh next month and i thought it was an okay movie like i'm not going in there expecting it expecting it to be uh anything directed by scorsese or anything like that but i'm pretty Imagine sure if he signed on for yeah that. exactly i'm pretty sure spielberg or the cohen brothers didn't direct the uh the original space jam so i'll take it for that number two i've seen michael jordan's snl um wasn't great if you if you don't believe me go ahead if you have peacock or if you have youtube go look at michael jordan on snl it wasn't great i've seen lebron on snl it was actually pretty funny you know, he was the, in that one movie with uh, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer, the and, train wreck. Yeah. And did he, pretty good. Yeah, you know, that's what a, I hear. Yeah. As a version of himself, it was like, man, did pretty good. I think if you're a LeBron hater, you hate this movie. And it's another reason for people to compare Jordan LeBron. Well, that's number one. Before, you know, we get too uh, close to the end here, I do want to compare some numbers here. The MJ LeBron numbers. Let's hear it. Uh, you're looking at a 44% Rotten Tomatoes for the original Space Jam, 31 for this one. Yeah. Shock. Metacritic, 59% for the original Space Jam, 36 for this one. Shocked. IMDb, 6.5 for the original Space Jam, 3.8 for this one. So, MJ, still better than LeBron. People still, and I think that's just a, <laughs> a, a regular thing. You know, people are always going to say Jordan is better than LeBron. And Danny DeVito was in the original That's what I'm, I'm getting to get. Thank that you, text right now. Yes, Danny DeVito was in the original movie. And um, as far as star power, yeah. I mean, Don Cheadle's in the new Space Jam. Don Cheadle's, I think he's got an Oscar or something close to it. So hopefully for Hotel Rwanda, he reeled one in for that one. Don Cheadle is just a, a badass at, at, at most case, in most cases, as far as an actor. Have you seen uh, Crash? I have not. I'm just pretty good in that. Like Don Cheadle's a beast. But um, I thought the movie was okay. And it was a, for me, like my son, like is at that point to where, you know, we're trying to get him to play sports. He just loves his phone and loves being in the room and loves like, you know, look, looking at video games. So Those damn kids in their video games. Yeah, it was a great opportunity to sit there and be like, man, just, you know, the, the whole premise is the young man, his son, just wants to do his own thing and just wants to not be, you know, whatever his dad wants him to be. And I was like, okay, Le- message, you know, and <laughs> receive loud and clear LeBron. But uh, overall, man, I thought, there was, thought it was a good movie. A couple, you know, little cameo. There is a Michael Jordan cameo just to put that in there for, for those. Oh. Spoil, spoiler alert. So okay. uh, just kind of putting that out there for folks. But uh, other than that, man, it's a cool movie. Watch it with your kids. If you're an adult watching Space Jam expecting it to be The Departed, then you're tripping. <laughs> just saying. Please be The Departed. I want those twists and yeah, turns. That'd be great. Copious amounts of cocaine. Are Absolutely. you kidding me? I'm what a all, story. I'm all for it. So if you're listening, <laughs> Space Jam creators, The Departed starring, <laughs> uh, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Bugs Bunny. We'll take it. <laughs> Well, yep, gonna, I, I got a plate of ribs tonight. That's what's the up, The boy man. and I, will we'll pop some popcorn, and yeah, we'll throw that on. I'm going to figure out. Well, I'm probably going to get some Impossible Burgers tonight to try them out and fool my son, hopefully, maybe, and eat healthy. Maybe wait for me to text you first. We'll do. Don't do it. We'll do. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for, for me and Joe, man. Thank you so much for kicking it with this, man. Lynch will be back next week, so we'll be at full strength at least for one week, and then Joe is going to go off and do some cool stuff on his own. But make sure you get at us on Twitter at Joe Fish. Three? Three? 
Yep, you got uh, it. At TaylorMade503. Make sure you interact with us if you want to, man. Enjoy your Sunday. Get in the water. Keep that AC on. Make sure you stay cool. We'll see y'all next week. Peace, y'all. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.